Hello everybody, this is D-Crow, and we're here on D-Crow Chronicles, starting our new season, season number two. And I'm with my lovely wife, my co-host. Mama Jen. And we got a special guest today for you. It's our daughter, Stephanie. And so, say hi. Hello everyone. And we're covering part four of our question that we started with our first, our son, uh, which is, what was it like? For you to grow up with 18 other siblings out of 19 siblings well I can say it was always there was always something like a very adventurous um, I love the fact that I did grow up in a big family uh, I get that question a lot like what's it like having that many siblings <clears throat> um, I always love to help with my brothers and sisters um, there was not a dull moment ever, so, yeah. This is very true. Okay, and our daughter Stephanie is the second child. She has her sister who's older, and then it's her, and then her brother. And so a lot of times she had a hard time dealing with being the middle child between the first daughter and the first son. So, you want to talk a little about that? Um... I don't really know, like, how to say. Um, I don't really think there was a major difference in, I guess, me being treated differently because I wasn't the first daughter or the first son. Um, I just, I don't know, I guess. It, it was the same. Y'all treated me the same as if I was your first or second or third, you know? So. Or 10th. <laughs> or 19th, you know? <laughs> um, well, I'd like to say I know it was a little hard on you um, because you yourself as a kid felt like you were in second place. That wasn't that we put that on you or that your siblings put that on you. It was something that, and in the academic world where I've been at in the education field and the studies I've been through, they say that the middle child between uh, in a situation like that, it's normal. And so it's not something real crazy out there. But you have built a great relationship with both of them over time. Um, and so you grew up with the set of the four. And I haven't done the episode on that. So I guess I'll just start doing pieces of it through these. <laughs> so what was it like being the four? You first four. Uh, it was great. We had, you know, we had our moments. Um, we were really close when we were young. Um, and up until we attended public school because we were homeschooled at first and then we moved to a, a place um, where you guys looked into the public school system and you guys put us in school and things began to change um, between us siblings um, me and my older sister we were very very close and then we kind of drifted apart um, towards uh, middle school year for me and her that is and me and my brother the one that's after me um, got really close after that and well for my other sister there were there were rough patches between us because um, she looked at me as if you know I was bossy and very you know I don't know I wouldn't say I was mean to her but it seemed like I was but I mean I never wanted to wanted her to feel that way I mean I love all my brothers and sisters the same um but I just have a different relationship with every single one of them so 
Well, you you were a big caretaker in the in the younger years of then came the five, and so you helped out a lot with their homeschooling and helping organize their drawers. And boy, do I miss that! And uh, <laughs> yeah, um, keeping stuff clean. And I know you were gone for a little while from the family, and then now you've got this whole new set that's in here. Um, how has that been seeing the first set, the first nine of y'all that are adults now, and then coming in and watching the next 10 grow? Well, I will say this. Um, it has been a very interesting um, few years. Um, not everybody knows this, but I did. I was the first child to leave home, um, and I kind of was outside of my family for a good 10 years in and out through throughout the 10 years uh span so I kind of missed out on the nine that are out now on their own um and uh they were the ones that I helped raise and helped with you know the building of their life and their personality their characters and coming back in and seeing them grow like the first time I came back man I cried I was like man y'all guys have grown so much and you know not to say that they're my children but I kind of viewed them as such and I still do to this day even to the ones that are here um still here the 10 um but it is a different bunch because I feel like uh, obviously they're in a different generation than me and the other ones were so they're they're a bit I don't know how to say it um <laughs> interesting okay I was gonna say I don't know how to help you because I don't no, know I was like, they're, a bit inter- they're, they're a bit interesting bunch like um their personalities are a bit different than how we were raised and grew up and all of that so um but I love every single one of them that each of us have a different different personality we all have our own individuality and I love it so, you come up with anything for her yet? Because I can keep going. Um, what is it that you can see today that may or may not have driven a wedge or brought you closer to your siblings today? Well, <coughs> as I mentioned, the the span of not being around for almost ten years. Um, could have built a I mean I know a lot of them probably are still trying to get to get to know me again um get to trust me again get to know who I am and how I've changed um which I mean I don't feel like I've really changed much (laughs) I feel like (laughs) I may be a bit the same um but with just more experience but um I know that when I left, it kind of tore a lot of a lot of them apart. Um, there was a lot of uh, relationships that I feel like I may have diminished at the time, and I know some of my siblings blamed themselves for me leaving, and some of them uh, didn't like me. Uh, some of them didn't even want to talk to me when I first came back, but that was all understandable. Um, but I. I'm glad to God, I thank God that 
I'm able to still have contact with every single one of my siblings, even to this day. And I want them all to know that I will always be here for them, no matter what, no matter what they do, no matter uh, what they say or what how they feel about me, that they they know that they always have me in their corner regardless. So um, and I'm only hoping that I can rebuild uh, the relationships that may have tarnished over those years. So, yeah. Are you done? Yeah. Okay, I got, I got two more questions for you. Okay. And hopefully, you know, you you can keep we've your are, composure. Yeah, we we've talked to her and told her that if there's something we ask, she doesn't have to answer. So. Exactly. So we're doing this live for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when you mentioned that you left, uh, my question to you is: first, what was it that drove you? to want to leave like what was it that you were pursuing that made you want to leave in the first place good question actually there that is a number one question that i get still to this day from a lot of people because i do mention that i was the first to leave um a lot of reasons actually and um there was no blame for anybody it wasn't anything personal i just felt like there was a lot of pressure on me. Um, not that I, like I said, I've always loved help helping my brothers and sisters, helping raise them. And I just felt like I was always indulged in them that I didn't know myself at the time. And I wanted to explore life outside of that. And I kind of did it the wrong way at the time, but, um, I think that's the best way I can answer that right now. Okay. So the next question I have for you then is, can you give a little background behind when you left the the time that we missed with you? Like, give a little, if you could, give a little background to what you were experiencing as well as what you felt when you were out and you weren't talking to us throughout that time. Okay, <clears throat> so... When I left, I already knew that my life was already going to change, uh, whether I came back or if I went ahead and continued to go beyond coming back home. Um, it was scary, but I told myself that I was already out there, so I made that step, so just keep pressing forward. But not realizing that I may tarnish relationships or may it may cause... a a bridge somewhere between family and me and so my lifestyle after leaving um was complicated um after I left two months or was it two or three months later I found out I was pregnant with my first child um then I had three more after two, two more. more sorry two more so I have three all together <laughs> I, had three I was all like together. where's that hidden child Stephanie <laughs> sorry sorry no, no um I have two three all together but I had two more after that and um it was it was rough at first again um I didn't really know I really didn't expect what the world was was like because I was so used to always being here you know and that that was what I was used to and so being out there it was like I couldn't be like hey um pick up the phone and call and be like you know hey I need help with this or that and 
like I said, it, it caused wedges between the family and I'm realizing that now as time has progressed that it was better that way. Um, I had to learn that I couldn't be dependent on people, you know, and I feel like that I was dependent on you guys and, you know, my siblings that are here to help mold who I was and it helped me learn to figure out what I liked and what I could become as a person. Um, like I said, it was rough. The first three years, um, it was first three years, first relationship, three kids. Then I was single for two years, got on my feet, doing great. And we were in contact a lot during that time. Yes. You came back right. home when you were pregnant with your third <clears throat> for a little bit and then moved out. Yeah, and others. then I got yeah. my... Then I moved in with a couple siblings at the time, and then I finally got my own apartment, and I started to build my own... For my own little family. And for the two years I was single, I was getting on my feet, had my own place, two cars, kids were in school, I had a job, you know, I was doing extracurricular activities... And everything seemed to be going great. And I don't want to say anything that would offend because I know this is going out to everybody. So anybody can hear this. And so I ended up meeting my recent ex and uh, things went different. They went downhill and I'm not putting blame on anyone. You know, uh, we made decisions that we made and life life got hectic after that for me and now here I am again back on my own and trying to rebuild a life for me and my kids again um so yeah and you're doing that this round with family support what what I have found uniquely neat about your coming back is you've gotten to know children that we haven't even got we don't know as well like our, our son that's a marine and so he's far away and we talk to him on the phone but it's never the same as being in someone's life daily yes and so you get to know the adult side of our son who was you know too young he wasn't quite an adult when he got in the marine so we've missed his adult life where he's at except for when we talk to him and things of that sort and and so and then after that you came back here for a little bit with the 10 and then you went with a couple more other siblings yeah a couple more siblings and now you have another sibling around you uh, well, two. And so you're getting to to know each one. Individually. And, yeah. Um, I'd like to bring up something that when you're there with your best bud, your brother, and a couple other, well, it was probably just one other because I'm counting you as the couple, but how did it feel to hear the stories you've missed? Because they'll talk about things like you were there. Yes. Um, the stories that I missed out on that they bring up a lot. And some, some of them, I'm just like, uh, they sound funny and man I wish I was there I wish I had seen it but I can picture it in my head because they are so descriptive they are they remember every detail like <laughs> to the T and so it makes it hard not to know like to picture it um, but then at times it it does get to me because I'm like man I missed out you know I missed out on on part of their lives you know that I never thought that I would but um, 
but it's been great to see that they do have memories with each other they're good whether they're good or bad and you know so uh, I'm glad that I get to still even though I wasn't there I get to still reminisce with them um, on these memories so so what was it like when you were alone doing what you were doing all those times that you were gone how did in other words I'm saying is what did it feel like for you like what were you thinking at those moments when you were out doing what you were doing and I know you had moments where you did want to reach out and talk to us but you couldn't for whatever reason and so what did that how did how did you handle that how did you deal with that well for a while I used to cry all the time I used to cry because um like you said there were times I did want to reach out and I couldn't but um, I'm not going to get into the details as to why I couldn't but um those times I would cry and cry and I would have people telling me like you can't sit here and cry about it all the time and this this and that but they didn't understand how much like I love you like I love you guys and how much I love my brothers and sisters and the fact that I couldn't come and talk to you guys or or talk to them or be there for them or be here be there for you guys um because I would remember like being here and everybody be like hey where's this where's this and oh ask stephanie she knows and i'd be like oh it's stephanie where is this and i'd be like yeah i I could tell you exactly where it was at and that's where it'll be and um so i i enjoyed being a good role model as as a younger in my younger age and then i don't know i just i just went off and got into some bad things and that I'm not proud of, but it has helped mold me into the person that I am today. And I'm not ashamed of the person I am today. I, uh, I've been through a lot, but it's helped me realize that God works in mysterious ways and he will get you through any and everything as long as you put your trust in him. All those years that I was gone, though, I can admit I prayed every single day. I prayed for everyone. I prayed for my situations, how to get how to get help out of them and stuff like that. And uh, I prayed that if I did get an opportunity to come back into you guys' life and stuff like that, um, that I would be able to rebuild a relationship with everyone and it'd be for the better because I never wanted to tarnish relationships so well we were praying too so yeah yeah I know you were (laughs) well definitely you know we're glad you're you're back and she's right she did have she had a lot of responsibilities and it's because other kids wouldn't jump in and I and I see that sometimes now people don't really understand us as parents we get a lot of of conflict about how we raise our children but unless you have as many children as we do you can't really understand how we're still trying to let the little kids be little kids without having to live in the adult worlds of our adult children. So sometimes it's hard to allow life situations outside of the house that we know are not beneficial to them. And so, I mean, of course, that's a story for another time, but those were hard times for us all. Like there was a lot of crying going on here. I was the only one at first that would go see you when you first left. And every Mm -hmm. time I left, I was crying in front of you. Like, Crying is what we were doing, and sometimes we just got to do that. But for those out there that are in a struggling life right now, 
just know we have we have proof in our life our daughter's back you know and right. for a while we weren't sure if she would be um yes and that and thinking about you know how many times we look on the news and saw some girl you know somebody got hurt somebody died whatever and we many nights we would think like dang are the, the cops gonna come knocking at our door saying hey yeah. can you come and identify this body it might be your child like shh. we can't imagine how many times that went through our minds throughout the years so and I'm so grateful that that never happened. Not oh. yet, anyway, praise the Lord. Well, I know your dad normally leaves these sessions, and we'll just have to talk with her another time for more information to keep you coming back. But I know you always end with a question about what's one last thing. How do you say it? All right. Before we get into that, I do want to say during those those years that I wasn't, I suffered with depression for the longest. I... I uh, I was so depressed all the time. I didn't want to I didn't want to do anything because I couldn't reach out to the people that I love the most um, that could be there for me. And again, it it was it was decisions that I I made that caused uh, the I don't know what word I'm looking for, but the rifts. Yeah. Yeah. The all the big that. tides. Yeah. It was, but <laughs> the it was, hurricanes. It's like, you know, you make decisions and sometimes you make decisions and you don't think them all the way through. And then you have to deal with the consequences behind those decisions. And you may not have been ready for that because you didn't think it all the way through. And I had a lot of those moments. And so um, thinking back on it now, I... Uh, I'm like, man, if I would have just thought about it a little longer, or if I would have just thought about a situation um, a little more, think about it a little more clearer, things could have gone differently. But I feel like the it happened the way that it happened because it was supposed to happen that way. And that's the way God intended it to happen. And I, I, w- I have always told everybody that um, I wouldn't be half the person I am today if it wasn't for you two. Um, because you guys did raise me, you know, up until I left. And and she was 18, just if you curious listeners are wondering. Yeah, I <laughs> she was, was an adult. <laughs> I was 18 when I left, so... Um, yeah. But um, I, st- and I still hold to a lot of the things that you guys have taught me. And um, I still get people to this day, like, tell- telling me, like, how... how um, blessed I am to still have both you know my parents in in my life and what it was like to live in a family so big and how some are like I wish I had a big family and they always ask me well would you ever want it to be just an only child and I was like well no not really because I couldn't see myself just being by myself you know (laughs) I always even with even when I left I knew I was gonna have kids because I just you used to want to have an orphanage when yes. you were young. You wanted to run an orphanage. Yes, I do right. remember saying that. Yes. <laughs> and right. and I mean, I I still, I mean, even it's still to this day. Like I I love helping people, and I I would. That's just what I want to do. It's what I love, and I even though like I'm a server, like that's my job position right now, and it's helping, it's serving people, and and I love it. Yeah, the pay may not be great, but honestly, I don't even, I don't really go off of the pay or whatever. I still give them the best that I can, the best service that I can, because 
these are people that are going through things in their life too and we got to think about that and And not a a lot of people do that and not a lot of exactly and so like you're coming and you're giving this service to people and you don't want to give them bad service they could be having a bad day they could be wanting to go kill themselves they can and the last thing they need is for somebody to a rude server exactly and so i choose to have a smile on my face every day um that was me because i know i i've been through i've been through some stuff but and we'll catch that some of that stuff later on a, <laughs> on a part whatever we're on for the depression. So yes, um, I've been through a lot. So <laughs> yeah. all right. Anyhow, uh, the question I was gonna ask is um, with a concluding thought <laughs> for your siblings, for the audience here that's listening, that will be listening. After all your experiences in life that you from where you were before to where you are today, what is it that and all the negative that you've endured, what do you see that being a positive and how can you implement that more for yourself as well as your family and the listeners to encourage them? Uh oh. Uh oh. Distractions. We love distractions. I love it. I'm so sorry. And now it won't go off. That's okay. Just let it ring. Yeah. It's fine. The people can laugh. (laughs) This shows you we do no editing. Yes. (laughs) Right. Um, So to answer the question, um, I would say never give up. Never give up no matter what. You can be at your at your very lowest and just to never give up because there are people that care about you there are people that love you whether in those moments you're thinking that they don't or you're thinking that you don't matter um it could cause so much if you were to I'm sorry. I'm trying not to cry at the moment. <laughs> it's all right. Because I was at my lowest at one point. And it was last month, a year ago, where I tried to end my life. And I almost succeeded. And I'm not proud to say that because... I did mention I have three children of my own and I have all my siblings and I also have you guys. And I wasn't thinking about any of that that at that time. What heartache I could have caused you guys, my siblings, and my children. And how I could not think about all the love that I actually had for you guys and that y'all had for me and I just let it all go and I tried to I tried to kill myself I am however proud to say that I have not had to deal with those thoughts anymore because I chose to change my way of thinking my way of life to be more into positivity and the word of God, um, prayer, 
has helped me a lot. Um, and the support of you guys and any friends that I may have as well. People that I just met, I get so many people telling me how proud I am, like how proud of them, me they are. And I would just say never give up. Never give in to those thoughts that people don't love you because there is someone who does. Most of all, God. Right. God does. Well, it's just... Um Sometimes we got to pay attention to those that are giving us that positive, uh, you know, responses. And I think those are the ones that we, because they're so minimal, mm-hmm. that we, in those moments at our lowest points in life, we tend to neglect because we're hearing all the other crap in our lives, all the negative, all the negativity is being pushed in our direction. So we kind of set aside that positivity and like, well, this is where I'm sitting in, so I'm just going to wallow in it, you know. But, you know, I'm glad that you were able to get through everything, Mom. I'm so grateful that you didn't succeed. And I would say that the world is a better place because you're still here. And you're near and dear to my heart. And I love you. I love you guys, too. I'm not crying with y'all. I had enough crying already. (laughs) No, I'm I'm very proud of the progress you've made, and I know it's a it's a hard struggle, but I got your back. Of course, I love all our children, so yeah. just be aware. But while we're talking to our daughter Stephanie, I just wanted to share that to her. You know, make it a little bit more personal. So they're finally getting that individual time they wanted with us for the whole world to hear. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this concludes our episode, guys. This is D Crow and my lovely wife. Mama Jen, what an episode one for season two. I'm excited to see the responses. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to follow. And don't forget to rate. I'm waiting to see some don't people Don't forget to subscribe and like, share, um, listen. <laughs> All right. And this is our special guest. Stephanie. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs>